Let's do it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Episode 8 of Crime Stoppers See It, Say It, Stop It, a podcast that brings you informed discussion about unsolved crimes, wanted persons, awareness campaigns, and how citizens can remain anonymous to help make their community safer. My name is Sean, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Detective Dimitri Tianos from the Toronto Police Service and Police Coordinator of Toronto Crime Stoppers. Dimitri, what's up, man? Good morning, good morning, and good morning to all our listeners. Pretty good. What uh, what have you been up to the last uh, while? Just... uh... Still working here from home and uh, going into the office a couple of days a week. So we're just continuing nice. on uh, with the Crime Stoppers program and uh, receiving everyone's tips. Hopefully soon it'll be uh, back to normal or somewhat of a normal, uh, what we knew from before. Yeah, I hope so as well. So in today's episode, we're going to discuss fraud scams that have surfaced uh, during the time of the pandemic and provide some crime prevention tips to keep you and your family and your property safe. So as we get into that, uh, Dimitri, unfortunately, criminals are using COVID-19 in the pandemic to frighten our community through fraud scams. Um, so I think it'd be, you know, a really good idea if we could kind of cover off some of these fraud scams that are uh, kind of surfacing and, and being a little bit more prominent now than they were before. Yeah, scam alerts are uh, constantly on the radar for the Toronto police, as well as some other mm-hmm. police forces across Ontario. If... Um, people want to see more of our scam alerts and warnings of them, we do have them posted on our website at uh, 222tips.com. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, some of the ones that we're looking at that have been popping up as far as tips go are the duck cleaning companies or cleaning companies that continuously call from overseas um, trying to sell uh, various filters that haven't been approved, of course, um, that protect you from COVID. Mm -hmm. They also cover off different scams, such as the hydro. Our Toronto Hydro Electricity Companies would not be calling you to disconnect your power, Mm -hmm. but they're they're calling, they're scamming people into sending them money or else they're going to disconnect their power. Um, There's also different uh, fake scams from the public health agencies, the Center of uh, Mm -hmm. Disease Control, Red Cross, stuff like that. So we just want to make our listeners and uh, people out there that are listening to this podcast aware of the different scams. So if if your spidey senses or if the hair mm. the hair on your back start raising, you got to start thinking to yourself, why don't I call them direct before you start giving out some money or your personal information? Contact your local companies directly and see mm-hmm. if there's any validity to. Uh, these type of uh, issues. Absolutely. You know, remember pressure tactics are being used to take advantage of you, right? If you recognize it, then you can be able to reject it. And it's very important that you always report it. Correct. That's correct. One of the, uh, the big scams um, that has been around for, for quite some time, and we're seeing it kind of emerge now is the CRA phone scam. And to give a little bit of uh, understanding to our listeners, here's what happens. A person receives a phone call from someone staying there with the Canada Revenue Agency, and then they tell you that you owe more taxes. The caller tells you to pay right now, whether that be through a wire transfer or an e-transfer, or what they do is they tell you to go out and purchase a large quantity of prepaid cards. That could be a Visa card, an iTunes card, a Google Play card, 
um, or gamer type cards. And if you don't do that, what they're going to do is uh, they tell you that they're going to freeze your assets, freeze your passports, and in some case actually tell you that they're going to take you to jail. Someone will be at your door in the next half an hour or whatever. You know, if you receive a phone call like this and it's unsolicited, making a demand for money, especially payment of gift cards, this should be a red flag that it's a scam. There's uh, no agency out there, especially the Canada Revenue Agency, that are going to call you if you have outstanding taxes and say, hey, give us $3,000 worth of, um, you know, iTunes cards to cover those, you know, outstanding balances. Um, are we seeing a lot of those uh, tips kind of come in through Crime Stoppers, or is it just what we see in the media? No, we are. We're, we do get those those tips coming in, and we revert them to uh, the CRA to get more information, the various websites. Right. Um, and we do have an open dialogue on our P3 system where we speak to individuals and warn them about these scams. So mm-hmm. we're trying to get on top of it. Unfortunately, people do get scammed. Some of our elderly um, that don't know yes. um, exactly, you know, how this technology works. They don't ha- might have a internet access so they can go online. So a lot of times they're vulnerable. Um, they don't want to bother their kids with asking them questions. But the bottom line is, over the years, if you are in arrears with taxes, mm-hmm. they're going to contact you. They're going to send you a letter, right. um, and through your banking system, after you've you know, confirm that it is the CRA, they might hold taxes for the year after. Um, They're they're not going to ask you for iTunes or grocery uh, prepaid cards. And you're not going to meet somebody in a dark alleyway and pass over those cards. So if you don't don't know, if you are the elderly, reach out to your kids, reach out to family members and ask them before you start going to your bank account, taking out money and giving it to someone. Yeah, that's a very good point. And I think we've all seen the the reports and the special reports that have been done by our news agencies. And, you know, uh, recently the CBC did a report. And as they were kind of going through, you know, the ins and the outs of how this happens, one of their producers actually were contacted by these fraudsters. During the call, the fraudster uh, was confronted uh, as being such. And, uh, you know, this is kind of how it played out. So take a listen. If the matter goes in the court, then your credit report will be spoiled, your passport will be cancelled, your property will be sealed, your security ID will be cancelled, and also your bank account will be frozen. Eventually, she called out the man as a fraud. He didn't deny it. The Canadian people are not so smart. They are full, and they are paying every day $10,000. The reports also have identified that most, almost entirely these fraudsters are operating outside of Canada. It's weird how these call centers are most entirely being uh, operated uh, beyond the Canada borders. So outside of the fraud scams, we also need to be uh, cognizant of the cybercrime type scams, you know, the phishing emails and the online uh, vaccination and medication offers. You kind of mentioned that earlier. Are we seeing a huge influx uh, of these being called into the Toronto police outside of Crime Stoppers? They are. We are seeing that people are, even myself, I'll get the random uh, phone text mm-hmm. that your Bank of Montreal or your TD Bank account uh, will be frozen unless you provide us updated information. I don't have a Bank of Montreal bank account. So even if I right. did have a Bank of Montreal bank account, I'm going to get a phone call from the bank or I'm going to get a letter mm-hmm register from the bank um in turn what i would do is i would call the bank if i did have an account with that institution 
and ask them, mm-hmm. say, is this valid? Can I come in and see you to give you this information? I'm not going to pass this over right. an unsecured internet site uh, or someone that I can't prove is the actual bank. So always, mm-hmm. always, always, I would follow up with a phone call and speak to, or even go into the bank and speak to someone face to face. That's a representative, mm-hmm. and they can they, they can take your information right then and there. I wouldn't give it to anybody over the uh, internet. But we are getting those, and right. uh, our fraud department's on it again. Everybody's mm-hmm. working together with the institutions to minimize this risk. But education is number one, and that's why we're talking about it today. Yeah, for sure. And I guess it's really, really important as well that if you do get a text message and it has a link in it, or you get an email and it has a link in it, do not click on that link. It's not going to bring you uh, to a website or to uh, a landing page that you think it's going to be. It's actually going to be a a continued fraud scam. And uh, quite often it will uh, insert a, a, a virus into either your computer or your phone. So if you get those links, do not click on those links. That's right. So outside of the uh, the fraud aspect of you know what we're what we've been seeing happening during the pandemic, we're also seeing uh, things like bicycle thefts and whatnot. So Dimitri, why don't you uh, talk to us a little bit about that uh, end of things? Yeah, just looking at different things that are happening over this COVID, and not to set up too mm-hmm. much alerts, but it's just more of an education piece that we thought we'd talk about today. Right. Um, bike thefts. People now yes. are at home. The kids are all playing. Uh, we're a little bit more relaxed like we are usually in the summer. Uh, kids are running in and out of the house. They're leaving their garage doors open or they're leaving their bikes on the lawn unattended. Just remember that mm-hmm. we want you to get out. We want you to exercise. The whole family is going out there together, which is great. When you come back, make sure you lock your garage doors. Make sure the bikes are in the garage locked up. If you are going to leave them outside, Make sure you double up your security by using uh, like some good high quality locks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the the bikes nowadays have the uh, what's called a quick release tire or a quick release seat. Those are being stolen as well. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest wow. that if you are going to be leaving your bike outside, perhaps even just you know lock up that quick release tire or take the seat in with you with your helmet because those those are very expensive items that uh, someone, even riding a bike, will just ride by and just take from you. We're already going through enough with this COVID. We don't want to lose our bikes and cause people to be uh, unable to get out there and exercise. What I do is I always double check. My kids are always leaving the garage door open. So every time they come in, I make it a point now that I, I go outside, I lock the garage and educate my kids. So as you're out there and you're bicycling or you're exercising, Talk to your kids about safety. Very, very important. And, and I guess we do come, become complacent now because we're at home pretty much all the time. You know, things like leaving your front door unlocked, even though you're home, um, you know, make sure that those doors are locked, uh, you know, the windows and, and all that sort of stuff. Because there are people out there that will take advantage. And as you said, to start, you know, it's not about scaring people. It's about just being home smart and, and uh, you know, having a crime prevention mindset and uh, educating all those members in your home. You know, things like doing a home security quiz and, and you know, I'm sure the uh, Toronto Police Service has that information. Um, you can call your local division and speak to officers about maybe what you can do to make your home a safer place. We're at home. We might not have, you know, a lot to do from time to time. Um, so why not do that to your home and have that little security quiz? You know, even it, and enhance the uh, even safety. talking about thefts. 
being a police officer and those who are police officers listening to this episode, we're always getting a door knock or a phone call from the neighbors saying, oh, last mm-hmm. night someone got into my car. My wife left the uh, doors open right. or I left the doors open. Uh, what's the point of calling the police? What are they going to do for me? So I always tell mm-hmm. them that even if maybe a couple dollars were stolen or a pair of sunglasses, it might be minimal to you. But when you report right. it or you go online and do an online report, that gets sent to the local division that you live in. Once it gets sent to the local division, it gets sent to the crime analyst of that division. We compile those right. reports and we see areas in which are being targeted by these individuals. So now we can set that aside and put on to the investigators to make either a little project of it or enhance uh, patrols in that area so we can deter those thefts from happening. So you might not see the end result because your car wasn't broken into, but there's a reason why your car is not being broken into. It's because police are, are mm-hmm. patrolling your area a little bit more or they're emphasizing car thefts in that division. So every, every, little, every little report counts and every little report is looked mm-hmm. at. So I want to emphasize that to uh, our Toronto listeners. And I think that I can speak on other services as well. We want to know what's happening in the community, so you got to report it. Yeah, for sure. Every piece of the uh, the the puzzle plays a, an important part um, to help law enforcement do what they do. And we also need to understand that uh, you know these these car break-ins, you know whether you leave the door open or they smash a window, you know if there's valuables inside your car, you're gonna kind of make yourself be more of a target uh, for somebody walking by for that opportunity to take advantage. Uh, leaving things like bank cards and wallets, purses in your car, clearly someone is going to take advantage of that and it's going to be an opportunity. But then there's residual crimes that take place after that of you know somebody stealing your bank card and then going into uh, local stores and using it and testing it and all that sort of stuff. So if we can help prevent those type of things, then the officers can focus on uh, some of the more serious stuff going That's on right. in the city. We hope the topics discussed today will provide you, our listeners, with knowledge to prevent yourself from becoming victimized. As we conclude, I would like to remind everyone that community safety is a shared responsibility. See it, say it, stop it. Remember, you remain anonymous, criminals don't. For more information, please visit us at 222tips.com and follow us on social media. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to stay connected and join the conversation. Please share our podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, or show ideas, please email us at crimestopperspodcast at gmail.com.